Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lockdown Indians podcast. It is currently Saturday night, almost 10 o'clock. This whole week is going to be a car podcast. Uh, You know, normally we just dive right into some Indians things uh, or league news, but I'm going to start off a little bit personal and explain why it's this time and I'm in a car and I'm actually in Ohio uh, just to kind of, you know, paint a picture and, and encourage others. Um, when it comes to this podcast, you know, just this week I was talking to my wife, um, Locked On is doing an amazing thing for us where as long as you are doing your dailies, as they expect, you know, five podcasts a week during the, uh, the on season, which is now, and taking part in, you know, putting your tags on and all that stuff that you guys probably don't care about, but it exists that, um, they're going to guarantee a a minimum that is per month more than I make in three months. So first off, it's, it's amazing that in, in a world where I've been writing, um, about the draft since 2007, 2008 is when I started writing about prospects in the draft. You know, we're looking at over a decade of me writing, um, locked on is going to offer more than I have made per month, most months that I have written. There's a, you know, at at the peak of my time at scout, I was making more as a writer. I will say that when, when scout was at its at its best, that was the most I've ever made as a writer. But um, some shout-outs to, to Locked On, David Locke and Co. And, Co. and uh, they're going to take care of their people, really. I mean, it, it's amazing. Companies don't do that. Uh, people who set up uh, sports networks don't do that. So that's a big thing. But I was telling my wife about it. I talked about it. It's nice because um, this would open me up to, to being able to maybe do more with the show. And I, I was talking about things I wanted to do. And one of the things I talked about was, you know, I was looking forward to Father's Day because I wanted to do a, a, a Father's Day podcast with my own dad. Because, you know, it was with my dad where I first started looking up statistics in the paper. And, you know, it's, I, I always tell the story. It's like my the Akron Beacon Journal, which I grew up reading. You know, it would have the huge columns of sport, of batting average and ERA. And then it would have these little columns for, like, doubles and things like that. But the batting average column also had, like, home runs and all this stuff. And I would tape them on my wall. And I remember being a kid and my dad and I looking at this guy, Colin, in high A with an ERA under two and being like, who's this Colin guy? And, you know, it turns out it was Bartolo Colon, but we didn't know any better. And he, it's really the beginning of me tracking prospects. It was my father and I following Bartolo Colon in low A. And I thought it'd be fun to, you know, Father's Day podcast, have him on and kind of talk about, you know, what he grew up watching. I, to this day, we'll have some fun when I'm in town and I get a chance to see him, I'll go over and he's got the TV on, whatever. Honestly, a lot of times it's a Hallmark movie. Uh, he's a big fan of those. But you just sit there and be like, what happened to this guy? Or what did that player do? And, you know, I'm essentially going through Wikipedias and, you know, random sports references. As you know, we're trying to find, you know, who is the most successful player to go to the University of Akron? What about this player my dad remembers from his youth? Um, so a lot of our stuff was sports related. A lot of our stuff through the years has been, you know, he always would listen to the podcasts and stuff like that. And the reason, sadly, I'm heading back to Ohio is um, I got the call today that he had a stroke this morning. And I, I know it's personal information and, and some of you, it, it's not the thing. But I, I just wanted to explain because, you know, this is someone who is, you know, when it gets down to sports, 
the the people who got me interested were one of my grandmothers who was tired of hearing uh, nine-year-old me talk about Ninja Turtles, my other grandmother who never missed an Indians game, and my father who, you know, was the first person I ever talked stats with. He was the first person to get me intrigued in stats. And, um, you know, I had. I really looked forward to doing a podcast with him as something I would have forever, something I would always cherish and talk about. And no matter what happened, you know, I have a daughter... Uh, she's two, uh, and I could always play that for him. They see here's Daddy and Pop, Papa talking. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, you know, I, I just want to say, don't wait. Uh, I kind of want to give that. You know, I'm sure you've heard it many other times, but I'm sitting here in you know hour seven of my drive back from Milwaukee because I couldn't catch a flight until 10:30 tomorrow. Um, so I can see my father. And I, I, I really am kind of pissed at myself at this point in time because I could have done this last Father's Day when, you know, the podcast had started up and it was all still kind of new or at any point. I've been doing this almost a year. I had so many opportunities to do this. And I just kind of want to send it out there. Like, don't wait. Take your, your chances. You know, or, I mean, sure, take your chances, but also, like, take your non-chances. Like, I didn't have a chance I do this every single day almost. We are over 200 episodes. Um, I should have had that conversation with my father by now. I should have sat there and been like, you know, who are the stat guys you remember as a kid? What were the, you know, because my father and I are very different uh, nowadays in stats. He is still a, you know, I was kind of raised on the uh, the Triple Crown stats. That, that was his thing, you know. He's a... Uh, Whenever I make fun of pitcher win, you know, he was the guy who introduced me to pitcher win is, is how you judge players and uh, championships and things like that that now I kind of roll my eyes at. It's maybe my love of advanced stats in some way is, uh, is my own form of rebellion as, you know, I was also the person who, uh, I mean, I've never had a detention or anything else in my life. It's a definition of a goody two-shoes, so I rebelled through advanced statistics, but yeah, you know, it was the chance to talk about that or, like, what numbers stood out. Like, what, who were your favorite players as a kid? Um, my father is... Uh, what, I'm going to turn 39 this year, so my father is going to turn 68 in November. So, you know, he, he did get to see a championship. He got to experience... Or no, what am I saying? He did not get to see a championship. Ugh. Uh, you know, it, it's... I can't do math right now, you know, I'll be honest, my brain's not firing as well as it should be um, because of everything going on. But yeah, it's, you know, so much of this podcast is me with stats and numbers and looking at things. And it, it all started there. And I'm, you know, doing this in some respects, it helps. Um, so thank you out there who listen. Um, it's been an incredibly hard day, and, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll be, like I said, doing the podcast from home this week. I took some time, uh, some sick days from work, so I could drive back and, and help and figure things out, but I, I still will get the podcast done and up, and I appreciate um, everyone who's downloading and listening, but um, again, you know, it, it, take advantage of your time. Don't take it for granted. Don't wait to do a gimmick show on Father's Day to, like, have that discussion, that podcast with your father, because that's 
that's something, you know, you could value forever. And, you know, ho- hopefully my father recovers and maybe we still get to have that show on Father's Day. And that's, that is my great wish at this point in time. But it's, uh, it, you know, it, like I said, it's, I'm, I'm sorry if this is not what you tuned in to expect or hear, but, you know, a lot of the great sports stories that we've all seen, you know, uh, I mean, what is Field of Dreams at the end of the day, but a, a father and son story, um, you know, the shared love of sport, and it, it definitely started with him, and, you know, like I said, both of my grandmothers as well, um, my grandfather, who I talked about on the, the last show, I never actually got to meet him, because he passed away before I was born, but, um, you know, the rest of my family definitely helped inspire my love of sports and helped me get to where I am today. And, and it was, like I said, it was me and my father every Sunday pouring over the Akron Beacon Journal sports section as I looked for things that stood out. I tried to to look and find things that I thought he would find interesting. And it was, it was that looking through numbers, trying to find something interesting that would grab his attention that started me on this path. I mean, it was discussions about, you know, uh, what would happen if Tony Gwynn was close to hitting for 400 and that strike shortened the air? Like, could it qualify? You know, how, how much would be taken off? Or, you know, the, uh, in some respects, I was lucky where I didn't really get into the Indians heavily until the early 90s, so I didn't go through as much suffering as a lot of fans, and just talking about, like, Lofton's obscene steal rate, uh, Albert Bell getting robbed for the MVP, and going through the numbers, and how Mobon really couldn't compare, and things like that, so it's, it's, baseball is inexorably tied to my father, and the way I watch baseball is very much tied to him as well, so I'm just going to repeat myself, take advantage of your opportunities, um, don't, don't always expect there's going to be a tomorrow, um, and, you know, don't, don't use the old adage, don't put off to tomorrow what could be done today, so, um, yeah, you know, I, sorry, for some of you, this is probably the worst podcast ever, um, but, again, thank you for listening, thank you for being an awesome audience, um, second half of the show, I'm just gonna kind of make this a little bit more, um, in my dad's honor and talk about him, so, uh, I, I understand for some of you, go ahead, fast forward, skip to another day, but, um, but that, that's what the show is gonna be today, and I appreciate all who do listen and continue to listen throughout. So, uh, as many of you know, as I say at every show, my name is Jeff Ellis. My grandfather, William Ellis, uh, served in World War II. He uh, was not a baseball player, he was a football player, and he uh, was supposed to play at the University of Akron, but then World War II occurred, um, so he did not get much of an opportunity to play. Uh, He had been a tight end in school. Uh, He had gotten a pitch to go play at Case Western, where they promised he could uh, have a law job while he was there. Uh, but then Akron came along, and that is where he went. He was apparently a, a pretty decent uh, tight end who was very infamous for a dropped catch uh, back in high school that I can't remember where he played, 
but he always said the best thing he did was drop that catch because uh, every year his team lost and, and this was the one year they could have won and he said if I made the catch they'd have forgotten but the heartbreak uh, doesn't seem to ever go away uh, you always remember that better and I think in many ways that accurately sums up uh, Cleveland sports uh, my father uh, and just to go back my grandfather's name was William Ellis if you have any connection to the University of Akron, there's a decent chance you would have heard of him at some point. Uh, he was president of the Alumni Association. My family had a, a bakery in town, Ellis Bakery. It was right by the university, so if you're of a certain age, you probably swung by if you were a student there. Uh, my father, Jeff, who also worked at that bakery, as did I when I was small. He wasn't a football player, he was a baseball player and uh, a catcher in his day. Uh, he would have been someone the Indians loved. As he turned, uh, he was incredibly young. Basically, he is the Lindor type of age, where uh, my father was a full year below everyone else. You know, he's the kid who started kindergarten at the age of four and turned five at the end of November, which, you know, Lindor uh, essentially does that, but instead of November, it was December. So yeah, my, my father would have been uh, the type of catcher the Indians would have... Uh, well, he wouldn't have been the type of catcher they prefer as they, uh, they like the lefties and my father was a righty. But, uh, you know, he played for up through his years at Garfield and uh, always told me the big regret was that he was so young. He wished that he had uh, intentionally failed uh, or, or gotten himself held back just to be the correct age. He felt that... Uh, that held him back but you know he he from the minute I can remember sports they're related to my father and while he was you know still at that point doing like softball leagues and uh, bowling tournaments uh, and playing golf and things like that it was always you know baseball basketball and football and uh, I mentioned my own daughter is too like right before she was born I found the uh, zip up browns hoodie that I had worn as a baby uh, <laughs> somehow it avoided the moths and you know that my dad had bought it for me uh, it's made for a newborn in the early 80s and it was still good and we have pictures of my own kid in that and you know that's that's kind of the way he was I had a lot of little kids clothes that were sports tied and uh, he introduced me to you know to the Browns, to the Buckeyes, to the Cavs, to the Indians. And, you know, I remember, like I said, listening and watching. And as I got older, a lot of it was through that prism of statistics. And he was always curious. And that would be the thing, too, where you're looking at some at points before, you know, quick and easy internet, he would ask me questions about where did this one go to school or how did we get this guy? And in some respects, I think my... Uh, photographic memory of sports comes from that because I just learned to keep it all in so if my dad did ask that question I had an answer not for any other reason than uh, you know being a kid who wanted his uh, wanted to impress his dad which I think you know just about every kid wants to so I kind of started there and started looking at those numbers and memorizing it and remember where guys came from so it always have that font of information that I still sometimes get wrong now, but uh, especially when I was younger, I was better at. And, you know, that that's the path that started me here. It was the recalling facts, trying to find something my father found interesting, 
uh, which is now I try to find things that you, the audience, will try to find interesting. The statistical bend of all of my writing, you know, again, that started as how I would try to make a point to my father, or how things would stand out, and while he used more traditional stats, um, that was how we kind of judged players. It was very much you had to have, if you thought someone was a bum or you thought they were great, there had to be a backing for it. There had to be a reason. Uh, looking for the guys hitting 300, you know, that was essentially, that was how you determined if there was a good hitter. Uh, over 30 home runs was good power, at least by the time I was paying attention. You know, there was a point before that. I remember basically when Cecil Fielder hit his 51, that kind of made him like the king of power in our, you know, in terms of our debates of the time. It would, it's such an unreal number. No one gets to 50, but, uh, you know, things like that that stick out that I'm sure other people have. And, yeah. So, no, no real, no news for this show. Um, if something breaks on Sunday, I'll, I'll talk about it on Tuesday. Uh, it'll be, like I said, it's going to be uh, all week on the phone. Uh, people say the quality is okay. So this is where they're going to be. Um, and, you know, I'm going to say it for like the half a dozenth time, but please don't wait for something as silly as Father's Day, some random date on your calendar. Um, you know, if you do a podcast, or even if you don't, just like record that conversation because there's it's something you're going to wish you had. I mean, I... As I said, I'm sitting here driving, wishing I had it, even if it wasn't something I posted on the show. Um, I really wish I had done it um, a year ago, even if like I didn't know what I was doing. It's I, I really, um, really wish I had. So, um, if you're in a situation like me, where you're of the age that I am, or even if you're younger, or if you're older, and you have that opportunity to talk with the person who inspired you to do something you know mom dad grandparent whatever seize it go do it tomorrow don't don't wait um this has been jeff ellis i again thank you all for listening to what has been less of a show and more of a therapeutic chance for me to talk i apologize for that um i hope some of you have enjoyed and i understand others who have not thank you again for being part of a fantastic audience. Thank you to Locked On Sports for being kinder than they have any right to be. And, you know, as always, go Tribe.